What is happening, senoras y senores? Welcome on into tonight's Phillies game recap as we're going to discuss the sweep. The Phillies got the sweep over the Pittsburgh Pirates. They took care of business. That's all it is. They went over to Pittsburgh. Beautiful ballpark. Beautiful city that is Pittsburgh. Took care of business sweeping those bad boys. And look, we all have that notion in our heads. I'm I'm a Phillies fan as well. When you had this series like last year to the Rockies, those Pirates, those same Pirates, the Diamondbacks, uh, yeah, you, you had a, a sweep against – you got swept by the Chicago to start off, so you're a little bit weary going into Pittsburgh. But, you know, the Phillies bats came to freaking play in the series, and we'll talk about Alec Bone because he really has been the story of this entire series. He's now a 300 batter, ladies and gentlemen. Kyle Schwarber continuing. Nick Castellanos seems to be awoken. Was this the series that got Nick Castellanos going? Some solid, solid pitching performances. Obviously, we'll talk about Aaron Nola here today. Ranger Swat is another solid one on Saturday night as well. So some really good things going into all-star. Sorry, heading into deadline week here for the Philadelphia Phillies. What will the Phillies do? Obviously, they already made one move, a little move of significance, but still some implications for August 3rd on Tuesday. So we'll talk or Thursday on Wednesday. I'm sorry. So we'll talk about all that. We're going to talk about this game. These last two games, obviously, we weren't able to talk about Saturday night's game, but we'll talk about Saturday. We'll talk about Sunday. We'll talk about what you guys want. Welcome on into Philly's game recap. Of course, I'm your host, El Parcero Philly. Right now at the moment, we have YouTube's comment sections and we got TikTok's comment sections open at right now. So if you guys have any comments, questions, or concerns over today's game, keep throwing them in the comment sections. If you guys want to come on in the show and be a part of it, you guys are more than welcome to call on, on in as we like putting the link in the comment section so you guys can copy paste that bad boy. Come hang out backstage and we'll get you guys in in just a little bit. And I definitely want to hear what you guys have to say here tonight for sure. Awesome stuff. All right, real quick. Today's um, sponsor for Phillies Game Recap is La Terrain Watches. Shouts out to La Terrain. If you folks are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out La Terrain Watches. High quality watches at a bargain price. And right now, when you use my promo code, Barcelo Philly, at the, at the checkout page, you'll receive 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. So big shout out to La Terrain. And make sure you guys check them out and take advantage of that discount code. What's going on? We got Adam in the chat. What's going on, Adam? How you feeling? What's good, Phillies? On a on a on a now that's off. What's that? Five five in a row there. Five straight games. Uh, five winning game. Five game winning streak here for the Philadelphia Phillies. It's it's getting the ball rolling. This is what we talked about here. You know, now we're in August. You know, tomorrow is August. Obviously, Phillies are off tomorrow for on August first, but it's go time. August September. It's the important parts of the baseball season, and the Phillies have set themselves up in a solid situation with the wild card implications. And obviously, they are going to get bodies back, which is obviously going to be a part of the whole trade deadline notion that we're going to have going on. But what's up, Adam? Good to see you here. What's happening, guys? What's going on, TikTok? TikTok, keep tapping that screen away, guys. Let's get some more baseball fans in the chat. What's going on? Keep dropping your comments, questions, and concerns. We got Bray checking on in. What's going on, Bray? How you feeling? Hello to you. Hi. Hi. What's going on, Bray? How you feeling? What's up, Thomas? What's happening, brother? Uh, I know the Pirates would be swept. Hey, listen, <clears throat> Thomas, I really just want to understand the the mindset towards the Pirates in Pittsburgh. Um, what's his name? Bunning? Hunting? The the owner of the Pittsburgh Pirates? Absolutely ridiculous. I actually did some research, and it's crazy since those early 90 teams that you know were battling it out with the Atlanta Braves to go to the World Series. Ever since then, you guys have been the definition of just a terrible baseball team. Obviously, you had that run like 2013, 2014, 2015, but it's incredible 
how a market like Pittsburgh with such a passionate sports fans for sports fan base, they've shown us what they are towards the Steelers, towards the Penguins, and the Pirates just can't get it together. They get so many, so many promising prospects, and it just doesn't pan out. It's crazy. And it's such, it's such a to me, you always hear those rumors about should the pirates be leaving Pittsburgh? I don't think that Pittsburgh is the problem. I think the problem is the actual pirates. So it's it's absolutely wild um to hear that going on. Um Dana, yeah, not familiar. Not familiar with that. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Um, all right, so let's get into today's game. <clears throat> Actually, I want to start off just briefly touching upon on on Saturday night's game and this was a game where, look, it was a low-scoring game. It was a 2-1 victory. You had to go into extras as well. Um, you had JT Romito with the solo shot home run. Um, but they got you got the response uh, by the Pittsburgh Pirates, by uh, Cam Mitchell, who's been, who really, he's been a solid bat that the Pittsburgh Pirates have. But he gets the solo shot home run. We get into the 10th inning, uh, and off, off of a, just a bad play, not, <laughs> poor, poor uh, K. Ryan Hayes, man. He really had a tough time there trying to catch that ball. Um, from uh, from Chavis and uh, Didi Gregorius was able to kind of skate by third base, get into home plate, and that was really the game that game difference right there. As the Phillies walked away in extras with a two one victory, solid outing by Ranger Suarez. He gets eight strikeouts. Um, his ERA is now below four at three at three sixty ERA. And if you guys remember before the season, um, we were talking about listen, Rangers ERA last year was unreal. Like he was a, he was below two, right? That's crazy to think of a starting pitcher with a below T two ERA. It's kind of you know it's hard to duplicate that, right? So I was just saying, like for myself, like Ranger in reality, like a three five ERA for the season would be what we expect from Ranger Squad as a, like a four fifth starter, and he runs at a three sixty yard, and he's on his way. And he was looking really, really, uh, really, really good there as well. Uh, Corey Knable getting the the start, or sorry, coming out in the ninth and the tenth inning. I thought that was very ballsy by Rob Thompson, but he survived. He got out of it. Only twenty four pitches in both those innings. So shouts to Corey. That was a solid, solid outing there for Corey Knable. And the Phillies uh, took advantage of just some young mistakes by the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they got lucky on Saturday. Then move you move into Sunday. You got the red shirt day, right? Um, and the Phillies bats really woke up here in this game. That it was, it, it just started off right in the first inning. Um, the Phillies put up two runs thanks to Alec Bone getting it started off two outs. He gets a double. JT Real Muto gets a double. Nick Cassiano gets a single. Bryson Stock gets a single. And all after all after four hits, you get two runs on the board, and that's how you start the game off. And the, the story of this game and the story of this weekend series was your three, four, five, and six batters between Alec Bohm, uh, JT Real Muto, uh, Nick Cassianos, and Bryson Stott really are have been feeding off of one another in the middle of the rotation of the lineup, I should say. And it's really been the difference here. Um, the, the Pirates did kind of try to come back in the bottom of the third inning off of a Cal Mitchell double. Yo, Cal Mitchell. Yeah, like I said, he got a nice little bat there. He brought in Kevin Newman, and that brought a run in. Um, and then the top of the fifth, that's where the Phillies really did most of their damage. They put that was a five-run Schwartz with an oppo home run, just absolutely abuses this ball as it goes oppo. That got you an extra run. You get an Alec Boom uh, single off one out. JT Romuto single off one out. You got a Nick Cassiano single off one out. You got Bryson Stott single off of one out. That right there gets you a five to one that added on three more runs. You get a Didi Gregorius fly out. Matty V with this single. 
uh, Oldubel Herrera with the single, and that brought you in two more runs. And then Kyle Schwarber at the top, they went the whole lineup right there in the top of the fifth inning. Sixth inning, you were able to add an extra by an extra run by Alec freaking boom to add the eighth run, adding on to his great day, a four for four day. <clears throat> Alec Boehm has been absolutely on fire. Uh, he had an RBI four for five here today. He's now at a 300 for a batting average. Ladies and gentlemen, Alec Bohm is the reason why you cannot give up on young kids here in Philadelphia. How many kids do you see them have a great start, regress, then we just give up on them. And this is why you don't give up. You know, And it's crazy how we've gotten to this point. From the moment where he says, I effing hate this place, to now being one of the hottest batters in baseball and has become a, a very reliable third baseman as well. Those mishaps, it's crazy. Remember, we all remember the TikTok that I put out there last year where he's struggling and just ground and, and just and just uh practice, uh just routine ground balls, and he can't even do that to now where he is on fire, man. And it is such a great story to kind of hear it. This is a series I, the, the Phillies really did need, right? Because you're heading into the end of the of July. You're going into deadline week, which is obviously a very important week. And a lot of people are expecting the Phillies to make a move. We keep hearing the talks. We keep hearing what the Phillies are thinking. And so this was an important week to just kind of keep the ball rolling. You know, you hear I love Rob Thompson's kind of kind of mindset. And that's what that's he's supposed to say what he said. But like if they make a move, great. If not, we're going to work with what we got. And, and you clearly can see that from what this how this team has been playing. They've been, play, they've been having that demeanor. Um, and everyone has been has stepped up their game. It really, it's been great to see Aaron. I still, I still feel like he's still trying to get you know more comfortable. That nine nine day rest really kind of messed with him. Um, but you know, six innings today, he he did give up six hits. He only allowed one earn, eight strikeouts, and he threw ninety three pitches. Um, it it was solid, but I feel like that part of it had to do with playing against Pittsburgh and the inexperience and Aaron Nolan knowing where to locate the ball. He definitely had that location, but. Um, it definitely could be sharper. Um, so it, it was a good outing here for Aaron. Ol. Um, uh, Appel came in for two innings. That was good to see. You know, obviously, uh, we saw uh, Kyle Gibson. You know, thoughts and prayers goes out to his family. He lost his grandmother, so he's going to be he's going to miss the next line, uh, next start as well. Uh, so you got Mark Appel coming back up to, to to Philadelphia. He comes in for two innings. So that's really great to see. But we did see Jerry Sumilia at the end of this ball game and. Look, we all remember what happened on Thursday night where he allows freaking five runs and the Pirates are just one run away from, from tying this bad boy up. Well, he came into that to that in it, one, one and in it. Um, he threw only 18 pitches and he allowed two hits. He allowed one run, but that's all he allowed. And uh, you were able to get out of that inning. And uh, yeah, Jerry Smiley's now at a six ERA on the season. So it's not it's not looking so good. For Jerry's familiar, it's it's pretty it's pretty freaking bad, ladies and gentlemen. Um, what's going on, TikTok? What's happening? Positive Philly, what's going on, brother? How you feeling, man? Um for noon tomorrow, in your opinion. Um, I think that I honestly think deadline at the deadline, that's really what's gonna happen. It's if they didn't make a well, they made one move, right? They made one move, not too much of significance, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but if they were going to make a move. Um, I feel like it's going to be, it would have been, it would have happened by now. I think at this point they'll have, it'll happen on deadline, but Hey, you know, crazier things have happened on deadline day and possibly it can go down uh, on, uh, on Wednesday when it is. So obviously, uh, Wednesday, I believe at four 30 is deadline time. I believe I'll, I'll do double that. 
Um, right now, it just doesn't seem like leading towards starting pitching and possible outfielder. So appreciate you checking on in there. Keep keep those comments, questions, and concerns. All right, guys, we're going to start going backstage. We're going to allow some of you guys to come on in. If you guys, a reminder, guys, we have the link in the comment section so you guys can come on in, copy and paste that bad boy, and we'll allow you guys to come on in. Well, we're going to start off with our guy over out in Pittsburgh. What's up, Thomas? What's up, man? Thomas. How you doing? This game recap. What's happening, man? Not much. Just watching your show. Appreciate it, brother. What's so? What's what's the word out, man? We got a lot of questions about your pirates, man. Well, I mean, it's obvious. Like they're young, like you said. But what I saw last night uh, when they, when they lost two to one. But yeah, they're definitely a young team. They're inexperienced. Um, I was live streaming the game too on TikTok. Hey, look at you, man. Yeah. Um. Of course, I saw that play by Chavis throwing it. And I guess Key Brian Hayes didn't field it. And uh, Didi, he scored. But, yeah, I saw the uh, the bottom of the 10th where O'Neal Cruz, he had that mm. lead, and he got picked off. But, hey. What's do? What's so, like, that's, that's, that's an interesting part of it. Like, you because you guys have been constantly rebuilding, it kind of feels like, over yeah. the last two decades. And now you're doing it again, right? And you got Brian Reynolds, you got O'Neal Cruz, K. Brian uh, Hayes, like we mentioned as yep. well. Um it just all—it just feels like the development hasn't been happening as pre as it should. Like O'Neill Cruz, dude, I see some nice flash defensively. He's got a great glove, six-seven frame at a shortstop. It continues adding on to the positionless baseball that you're seeing. I mean, we got Kyle Schwarber at leadoff. Like that's crazy to kind of see, right? But it just feels like he's not developing fully because he comes in 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 the what was that in the bottom of the ninth inning, freaking strikes out to kind of end you know the nine innings, and so we go we go into the to the top of the tenth. Pick, he's the guy on second. <laughs> Corey Knable picks him off, and it's like yeah. from Corey Knable of all people. So it just feels like the development has just not happened as smoothly as you'd want over in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that, it's definitely heartbreak, especially like it's a passion town that in Pittsburgh. To find crazy that the Pirates just kind of fall in the cracks, and it's from doing as well. How does the city f- usually feel about? The Pirates, like when it's when it's like baseball season, like what is like? So you guys are just like ah, whatever. We're we're yeah, fully for football season. People, people, you know, on Facebook and stuff saying sell the team, sell the team. Bob Dunning, you're an idiot. All that type of stuff. You guys really wouldn't mind losing the Pirates. Well, I mean, if if we lose them, we lose them. I mean, it depends. Really? Though it's such a historic baseball team, though. True. I, I know, listen, I know Denning as of late kind of has ruined the team, but there's just like a lot of history with Pittsburgh. The ballpark's beautiful, by the way. Oh, like, yeah. I just, just this, this, the views of it. Um, obviously, I mean, it's, it's a dope. The uniforms are very iconic, in my opinion. Um, I love the black and yellow, obviously, but it's just crazy, man. Well, One uh, day, hey, man. um, so y'all are in, I know y'all are in the wild card hunt with the Cardinals. I actually hope you guys make it over the Cardinals. Yeah, you're for, you're for the Phils. Uh, well, come playoff time, I won't, but I do, I do respect y'all, though. Much love, Thomas. Much love, man. Yes, sir. Wait till hockey season, though, Thomas. <laughs> you guys are going to be killing us again. <laughs> Yo, Thomas, man, it was a pleasure talking to you, brother. We'll talk soon. Philly, Pittsburgh, yes, match you got, brother. Yes, sir, man. Take it easy. You too, man. Thomas checking on in from Pittsburgh, our Pittsburgh correspondent. Good seeing him, man. Uh, it, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, and I, I do, I do hope that 
Pittsburgh can success again because listen, Pittsburgh is we we always clown around with them because it's the opposite of Pennsylvania, but dude, it's a good sports market and and those fan bases do it does deserve better, man. And you see it. I mean, when the Steelers are good, when the Penguins are good, people in Pittsburgh come out and watch. And hopefully, the same thing can happen over there for for the Pirates as well. But um, as you know, as we as we continue looking at this baseball team and some of the moves that's been already happening, I mean. Obviously, they're on a high. And then, you know, late last night, we get the news that uh, there actually was late afternoon. It was like around four or five. I thought I got the notification, but uh, the Phillies made the trade or a little little trade uh, trading with the St. Louis Cardinals, sending over Joe Joe Romero over to the Cardinals for a shortstop, more more of an infielder. He's kind of a utility infielder. of with Mundo Sosa and Mundo can play throughout the infield. And it's an interesting trade because you would think that, you know, we already are pretty stacked at the infield, right? Like you got Scott, you got Asagura coming back. You got Alec Bohm, Johan Camargo, Didi Gregorius, you know, goes, list goes on. Yaino Munoz, which I think at this point, he's probably going to get sent back down to Lehigh Valley, but it was an interesting trade. So you sent over Jojo Romero as well, and I saw a lot of just surprise takes from Phillies fans. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, look, I love Jojo Romero as well. The minute he came out with that ugly Red Bull can and smashed on his forearm, like, I thought that was cool as well. And I was rooting for Jojo Romero. I was part of the fan club, all the bit. But right now, at the moment, due to his injury, which is very unfortunate, he's kind of fallen in the pecking order of these lefties. I mean, right now you have Jose Alvarado, Bailey Falter, uh, Brad Hand all stepping up. And I think the Phillies would also put Christian Christopher Sanchez over Jojo Romero as well. And so this, the trade trading of Jojo didn't surprise me because there's still some potential there with Jojo Romero. And so there is still value for Jojo. You get a utility outfielder, um, Edmundo. He's, got a, he's really, really good goal, that's for sure. I mean, if he's coming from slowest, I mean, you better believe he's got a good glove. The bat... I mean, there's more to be desired. He's a 189 uh, batting average so far this year. He's gotten starting out 38 times, only got eight RBIs, uh, 23 hits on the season as well, and 122 at bats. So, um, a lot more to be desired. But it tells me that the Phillies got him for his defense, and it tells me also that I believe that someone in this infield is also going to be dealt come deadline time. And I think I'm leaning more towards Didi Gregorius or Johan Camargo. And one, I think one of those guys will be included in some some sort of trade. What will that be? That's going to be interesting to see. Now, again, we've talked about it. It seems like every indication points to Dombrowski adding on to this outfield by adding on a center fielder or going for another uh, arm in the starting rotation. And I think that the starting rotation piece is going to be more of a emphasis. But uh, the trade was definitely interesting, and I think it has – bigger implications of what is going to happen come trade time week on August 3rd. But the first chip has fallen here for the Philadelphia Phillies. And we'll see what else um, Dombrowski kind of pulls together, um, to say the least. Wait, what? Wait, what? Oh, okay. I was going to say. I thought... So I, so I saw this... <laughs> <laughs> I saw this article. Um, it was on the Philadelphia Business Journal, and it says outfielder lists uh, a mansion for two point four five nine uh, million. And I'm thinking to myself, wait, Nick Castellanos put his house on for up for sale, but uh, it, it was some other outfielder. So uh, that's that, that's interesting to see. Looks, wow, this mansion is in Morristown. This is in Morristown. Oh, this is in Voorhees. I'm sorry, I just I already said that too. 
dude, where are these houses in Voorhees? I know, listen, I know there are some nice mansions out in Voorhees, out in V-Town. Uh, but, dude, this is a crazy-ass freaking mansion. Holy crap. <laughs> be interesting to see, man. There's going to be a, it's, it's going to be, I think it's going to be an interesting uh, trade deadline. I don't know if it'll be 2017 hype where, dude, that was a crazy trade deadline. Um, but I do think that there's going to be some significant moves um, and everything. And, and I'm looking right now at, at the, the news. Um, it, it really like the uh, Tyler Mail or and Noah Syndergaard have really been heating up. I've been seeing a lot of them um, being list, linked to the Philadelphia Phillies. The Syndergaard one is interesting because, I mean, he really has fallen off with his injury. That that starting rotation, Harvey, Syndergaard, uh, DeGrom, uh, I guess you could throw Wheeler. Wheeler was kind of part of that as well. Uh, Steven Matz, I mean, the Mets put together one of the best rotations, and the potential was there, but injuries and just kind of fall off on their own. It just, they just really just fell off. It's crazy to kind of think about, but Jose Quintana's one as well, and we talked about it a little bit on Friday night. I would be in on Jose Quintana, a nice veteran lefty. Um, you also want a contract that you can control as well, and I think that that's something the Phillies are looking to as well. What's up, Beard and Knowledge? Guys, make sure you guys are checking out Trending in the AM, our DSM Media uh, morning show. They'll be back at it tomorrow morning. Phil's been killing it over there. What's up right now? What's going on? Right now, you still haven't answered me. What is this profile picture you got up here, man? I really want to know what this is, man. <laughs> uh, where do you think Soto's going? It's a tough one, right? Because obviously, if you're the Nats, you probably want to trade him as soon as possible. But, um, I, dude, I really don't know. I, I really do not know uh, where he'll go. It, I think it's going to be some kind of wild card team. I think the New York teams are out, right? You would have to expect those New York teams. It's going to be some team that you would not expect. It, it really is. Um, what it, what what are the latest rumors on that? Actually, now that you, you kindly brought that up, channel. What are the latest on Juan Soltito? He's going to get paid as well. I mean, the dude's already accomplished so much in his career. He's definitely going to get paid. Uh, looks like the uh, the Juan Soto, uh, the Nationals have lowered their trade. Uh, their tra um, what they want for the, for a trade for Soto looks like the Dodgers, Padres, and Cardinals seen as finalists. For Juan Soto. Could you imagine Juan Soto? Dude, the Cardinals never spend on players. Then they're going to spend on Juan Soto? I, the Padres one does kind of make sense to me. They, I could see them going for Juan Soto. Matching them up with Tatis and, and Machado. That'd be, a, that'd be a dangerous team. And they're in the, they're in the playoff. Um, they're on they're in the playoff um, picture as well, if I'm not mistaken. Let you check out that... Uh, that playoff picture, shall we, ladies and gentlemen? I know right now we are definitely in a spot here for the playoffs, for the wild card seeding, I should say. MLB.com's got our stock up, man. They they've been playing really well. These bats have really been really woken up, and I know it's a, and that's the one thing. Like I know it's the Pirates, right? Like we all know the Pirates are are bad, and they're young, and they're going, they're bumping, they're bruising. And I actually saw a tweet that um, at the Reds, which I think the Reds. I believe the Reds actually won. Yeah, they won tonight. So that actually puts the Pirates in last place of the NL Central. The Pirate, the Reds, who had one of the worst starts of the season, are now in fourth place, and the Pirates are in last. It was a lot of mistakes here by the Pirates, that's for sure. And then you had um, what was his name? JT Brubaker, dude. He was he was livid, absolutely livid. That fifth inning, 
Um, the Phillies really tattooed him, and you could just see in his face he's just like so fucking mad. He's just so pissed. It's just so it's it's great. It's absolutely hilarious. But um, right now, let's go. So now let's go. Wild card, baby. Wild card. It's wild too. The Blue Jays have been playing fantastic baseball, but the Yankees have put, have really separated themselves from the rest of the pack. It really sucks for them. Um, but right now for the wild card. Phillies are a full game ahead of the of the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm sorry. Uh, we're a game and a half back San Diego uh, for that sixth slot there in the wild card. And obviously this week we got a very important series down in Atlanta against the Braves. Um, and that's where our next matchup will take place. Uh, but it, it's going to be interesting. So obviously this week was a good week. You know, you go uh, five and two on the week in the seven game set. And you know, the week prior, after the All-Star break, you get swept by the Cubs. So does this mean that this is going to be a bad week for the Phillies? I mean, if that's it feels like that's a trend. One good, one bad, one good, one bad. So is this going to be a bad week? I really, really hope that that is not the case. But uh, as we look at this week, obviously, as we mentioned, um, they're going to go up against the Atlanta Braves, uh, an important set. Uh, it's going to be a it's actually going to be a two game set. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, and of course Wednesday being deadline time. And it's funny because the Phillies play an afternoon game uh, on deadline day, a 12-20 first pitch. So probably by the end of the game, one of these players are going to be dealt, which is crazy. Then you got a, yourself a, a four-game set against the Washington Nationals. Uh, that'll be back at CBP uh, to end the week. So that should be interesting week here for the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, we have an easy schedule, but you know, as this team has shown you before, Chan, Chan you cannot take any team lightly uh, in the schedule. You obviously got the Marlins after that. You got the Mets, which obviously going to be an important series. You haven't seen the Mets since like what? Since May, uh, so it's going to be important. Obviously, the Reds is probably why you feel as if there's it's an easy schedule. The Mets again, and that's probably going to be the last time. So you go Red, you go Mets, Reds, Mets, and then Reds again, uh, and then to end the month, you got the Pirates and the D-backs. So it's an easy month, but listen, the Mets are going to be sprinkled in there as well. Uh, one thing I, I worry about as well is the Phillies looking ahead at other uh, at other series, obviously going up against the Reds. You don't want to overlook the Reds and when you got the Mets around the corner. So it's going to be an interesting month, and hopefully the Phillies can keep this pace. The Bats can keep it up. Obviously, you're going to get Gene Segura back. Um, I personally would put him after Bryson Stott because, uh, listen, this the three, four, five, and six uh, slots in the batting lineup, they're on fire, and then you're getting still you're still getting contributions from Schwarber, uh, and and Hoskins at the top of Matt. He's very very good as well, very serviceable for this baseball team. Every now and then you'll get a hit there from 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 a DD from an old Dubed, a Garrett Stubbies. So uh, this batting lineup has been working well. So Gene Segura coming back only makes it better, only makes it even more tougher. Kyle Gibson will be back soon enough. Hopefully Dombrowski gets himself a, a fifth starter in this rotation. And things should be good, man. Uh, what's going on, Philly Sports Talk Podcast? What's happening, brother? What's going on? That's right, Elijah. That's right. Uh, the atmosphere in general at Subaru Park was amazing, Elijah. And, of course, if you want to rewatch that, Elijah, that's on my YouTube channel. Would appreciate you checked it. If you checked it out and hit that like button as well. Um, it was it was a fun episode last time, my man. Fun episode last time. But we talked about the atmosphere as well, brother. Um, awesome stuff. All right, guys, it's going to do it for tonight's Phillies game recap. Again, the Phillies with the sweep, sweep over the Pittsburgh Pirates as they as expected. But, hey, this is a great confidence booster, especially for the offense, especially for some of these arms. And we're going to move on to an important week. 
two against the Braves. Then you got to end up with the Nats. You still got to take care of business. I don't care how bad the Nats are. They just want to see. Then they just win a series against the Dodgers, if I heard that correctly. But you got to take care of business. We'll hope Phillies take care of business. Uh, thank you so much for watching, guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure you guys hit the like button. Subscribe if you haven't already. Don't ever miss out on any of this Philly sports content. We talk Phillies. We talk Union. We talk Eagles. We talk Sixers. And, yes, we even talk about the Stinging Flyers as well. So make sure you guys are part of the family and you are subscribed. If you're more of a podcast listener, we do rebroadcast these in podcast form. You can find it under Oyen Philly Sports, and you can find that wherever you stream podcasts. A reminder that all these uh, all these game recaps, all this content is brought to you by La Terrain Watches. Make sure you guys check out La Terrain. Head to the checkout page and use my promo code Barcelo Philly for 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Barcelo Philly. And I'm telling you guys, let's go, Phils. We'll talk again soon.